All right, everybody. Welcome into another fine episode of the Puro Caballero Show. This is your host, the asthmatic Aztec himself, Mario Caballero. It is the weekend. It is uh, Saturday, uh, September the 12th. And I got a very special guest with us on this episode. Um, a guy that I've come to know quite a bit during this quarantine period. Um, as fate has had it, uh, we've uh, interacted quite a bit in the last few months. This is uh, my good friend in comedy, Nico Lukoff. Nico, how you doing today? Doing well, Mario. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Um, yeah, so I guess for the listeners and the viewers at home, you kind of um, want to go over, I guess, how we first met or just kind of how this online comedy community has kind of started. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I'm trying to remember what, what Zoom we met on. Was it was it the Pandemic? Maybe I think it probably was that it probably one. was because that was so, one of the first ones that I, I, I remember joining That was definitely the first one I was on and that was uh, Rachel Rothenberg aka Moose Rothenberg puts on <laughs> this really fun uh, Zoom mic a couple times a week and does fun cool neat stuff like now like you dress up for one of them and just kind of cool She's really funny really cool person and great great host mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, she did the she uh, did one of the first zoom mics like when a bunch of them were starting she was one of the ones just you know doing it in lieu of uh in lieu of the one going on at wise guys that she was uh uh working on that's right Salt Lake. yeah yeah it's crazy yeah so so rachel she was uh um i can't remember exactly how i saw her post you might have it might have been in one of the, like the regional comedy groups that i'm in on facebook but um, this whole pandemic, Facebook has been such a big resource for me in terms of being able to get on Zoom shows or you know do open mics you know digitally. Um, yeah, uh, Rachel's awesome. Uh, I've gone to her her show a lot. There's I've gone to, I've done a, quite a bit of Zoom shows and she does a very good job of running hers. So I enjoy coming back to it. And yeah, like you said, there's a lot of fun little unique stuff she likes to do too. So kind of switch it up, which is which is cool. But um, but yeah, so so Nico. You're currently running the Displaced Comedians group on Facebook. Is that correct? That is correct, sir. Yeah, I started that actually pretty soon after the first one I did, because um, because like you, you you said you probably saw it on like a regional group page. I I saw Rachel's because um, a comedian that I knew in real life um, in the Seattle Tacoma Washington area where where I did a lot of the mics I did live. Um, she was just, just, she's like, I'm just on this thing. And I'm like, uh, I'm going to check this thing out and watch it. And, um, and it was pretty cool to watch. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to figure out a way that I can position my laptop in a way that I don't mind people seeing of my garage. Like I was like, that was my main thing. I was like, okay, this angle right here. And then like my first one, I had like toilet paper stacked up. Cause that's when that was a big thing. And like all these different little things trying to, trying to have fun with it. And I did a five-minute set, and it did not go very great because <laughs> it's an open mic, and I'm a brand new open mic comedian, and it was weird. And uh, but that was fine. It was just like I got to figure out a way to keep doing this. And I knew there was more because when I traveled for work, I would join different regional groups because um, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to Portland, so I go to like badslava.com. Well, they got like a lot of like, a lot of mics listed there. And I'm like, okay. Then I'd zone in on, you know, get in the group and like ask what's still active because that wasn't always super up to date. Super great resource, but you know, you had to gotta make sure stuff was still going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I noticed that there were a couple different ones, like a lot of the mics I was doing live had been in Portland. So 
I was like, oh, these folks in Portland are putting on this mic. And and then, you know, Rachel's putting on this one over here based out of Salt Lake and realizing it did kind of matter where things are based because that's typically where they got their first, you know, group of people on. And I was like, man, I really, there's got to be a way to, like, we got to keep this organized. I have no, like, I, I'm, I have a hard enough time being like, oh, there's four Zoom mics. That's crazy. How do I get to all four this week or whatever, if I can, if I can make and now we laugh because it's like I could do four in an app. Like you could do four today if you wanted to. Like, right. and that wouldn't even be, be that challenging to figure out. And uh, and then I was like, all right, I, I was like, I want to make this. A, I got to make a list, and it's gonna be for me, but it's also gonna be for everybody else. I'm not like hoarding information, but I also knew like the way to do it. My vision was it had to be a it had to be a group. It had to be a live thing because stuff's gonna change quick, and. You know, I don't want it to just be a website someone could go to and just look and hear some information. Who knows how accurate it is still, which is still really helpful when that's out there. But like what I was going for is like, it's got to be live and interactive. And if I could do that and I wanted you to have to join the group to see it, not because I'm like, oh, we need members and like, you know, I'm not charging people to be. It's just I knew the more people active in there, the big, the more that's going to become powerful and the list is going to be become more helpful because they're going to come and people go, oh, I'm doing this one. I'm doing that one. Go to that group or whatever. So first, because I wanted everyone not to be in the group to do it, my first concept of that was it used to be just an announcement post. And it was just a Facebook post of listing all this information. And for some stupid reason, I put mountain time because that's where I live and nobody knows what mountain time is. <laughs> I always got to do the conversion. I'm like, wait a minute. Are they one or two you know, hours away from Pacific To this time? day, <laughs> I screw it up sometimes just because people will post about it but not say the time zone. Then you, what's the time zone? Okay, you know Eastern, this one's Pacific. And I know how math works, but still just in your brain, in my brain, I'm just like, oh, crap. I've got logged on to one before. And I was like, that was two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> They're like and it was up. one that only happened every two weeks. And I was so bummed. I was like, damn it. I really like that mic. <laughs> so I like getting on different ones because you often get like different crowds. It's fun seeing the same people in the same kind of scene, but it's also fresh faces always is, is a plus for sure to, to see and to hear. So I had this a super long list. And it was just really hard to edit. It got so slow. I'm like, this isn't a this isn't a way. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna make it into Google Sheets. It's gonna take quite a bit of effort to do that. I mean, anyway, did it was gonna be effort, but it was, it's gonna be easier to update. And if somebody just shares the link, fine. It, hopefully, you join the group. And now I'm happy. Now, as you see, every once in a while, I'll go share it on the regional pages. Like, here's the link if you don't want to join the group because I don't do a good job of keeping it uncluttered. Like, it's got so much stuff on it that like I'm always struggling with. Do I let that person post all these things and all they do is promote this one show? Do I let this person post all this stuff, but I know that they're taking people from the group and that, and, and I know, and, and not only like I might be on their show and that might not be why I'm, I'm not going to give somebody extra stuff because they let me do comedy and their thing. But like, I want people that see it to know how to get on it if they want to. So every once in a while I'll be like, Hey, how do we get on your show or whatever? And sometimes I don't, cause I'm not going to do that on every damn post. So it was just like figuring out how to, to make that happen. So just, it was like, yeah, I'm going to make this a spreadsheet and just started plugging the information in. And it was really interrogating people a lot in the beginning, especially because people were like, why would I like at least the way I view that their perspective is probably like, what's this guy bugging me about? I got my stuff on my page here in this group. And then I'm like, OK, how long is the sets and how exactly do you sign up? And is it every week? Is it every other? And like, mm -hmm. where are you based out of again? Is there is it OK if I put your information here? And sometimes I still ask that, but I at least want them to be aware of it. Like if someone doesn't, they don't, because some people are like, Hey, I want this to be in our group. And for a long time that was on some mics and I was like, cool, keep them on your page. You it, share them here if you want to sometime. And, uh, it just became this massive thing. And now 
you know, three, four months in or whatever. What are we at? That was in April, May, June, July, August. I'm about five months in. You know, we got about 3,200 members. And and not everybody's active, but it's a pretty damn active group. Like, it's not, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's constantly stuff going on on there. And, uh, you know, hats off to you, Nico. I really do appreciate it because it's been a big resource for me. And I have definitely pointed a lot of other comics in that direction, too. Because, like, I was hitting a lot of the mics, and I, I kind of track a lot of the mics that I go to on my Instagram page. And so when people see that, um, and they're sitting at home for a couple months on end, and they're really bored, and they want to work out material, they're like, all right, Mario, I'm going to give in. I'm going to do the Zoom now. Where did I go? And so I love that conversation. <laughs> and so, yeah, I've had that a, a couple different times with people. And so I've, I've definitely pointed towards your page. Um probably as like the main source because everything else that I've found, they either post on your page or it comes like from, like it started from your page or somebody yeah. like began a mic of just started doing offshoot stuff. So yeah. um, that Google doc definitely has been helpful. And, uh, but like more often than not, the people post so frequently that you don't even need to like see the, the doc because they'll, yeah. every week they'll say, all right, we got another one coming tomorrow. Here's the sign up page, et cetera, et cetera. And I tell people that I'm like, it's great to have your information on this list, but even if it's not, or even if it is, if your mic's on Thursdays and you want you to say, hey, Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, I'm going to post. Like, every, if you can, just consistent. And then everyone knows, oh, it's time to sign up for Mario's Thursday mic. Everybody knows that. And then you just, like, like hypothetical, like you just know Friday, watch the post, wait till it goes up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this is going to be a disaster. All these, all these different, and, yeah. and, and I feel like I'm I'm like directing traffic in a way like it's it's important like what I'm doing is is not easy like it's it's definitely work to do but like I really appreciate so many hosts and producers putting so much into doing these things because they're the ones that actually like keep a schedule with it and they're like dealing with people going like oh I have to do this this time can I switch around this time like in real life I don't even know that that was a thing that we did I just the my limited experience in live mics I was like. I'd show up and just hope I got on. And if I did, like, that's what I was doing that night. Right. And then if there was another one, maybe I'd get lucky and go to another one. And then some places there might be a third, but the typically like one, maybe two is like, Oh, that's, that was a night. And now we're like, Oh, I got to do this. And I got to do that, but it's life and schedules. And I'm glad we're in an environment to be able to do that. People who put up with that and then run their shows and like, keep it together and keep the energy moving. Like that's a lot of work. And a lot of people are putting, a ton of soul into that and I, I just really appreciate getting to ride that wave and help kind of direct folks in that process yeah no we definitely appreciate it being on the just the the, the comic performing side because um, I haven't put on any shows or anything like that I'm not on the producer or like the um, that kind of side of the equation but uh, I guess one of the things I was just uh, just pondering on after just kind of hearing you talk um, I think this is like a big resource being able to like actually do comedy like digitally, even though if it is a different format. I know there's other people who live in certain places where they can only get up maybe once or twice a week. Um, living in Los Angeles, I guess I'm a little um, blessed in that re- in that aspect. When things are normal, you could do mic every day if you wanted to. Like you could travel, do multiple mics if you if you got a, a transportation or someone willing to you know help you out. Um, like in the past I, I i would do two mics like pretty easy uh when i you know go out but like with the zoom stuff the mo- i've did seven in one in a day one time. <laughs> so, that's awesome like, i think i think i most was six yeah. that's, that's crazy 
Yeah, that was for that uh, that comedy. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, shenanigans that happened with the. That was pretty fun though. I'm not gonna. It lie. was. I did the. <laughs> I signed up for that. And I didn't realize. I was like, yeah, I'll I'll close it out. Like it was no. Was it closing it out? I think I was closing out the mic. I think for Rachel's and and it was. Uh, I didn't realize the time. Like I had to work the next day, so it was like one a.m. And I'm just like, I'm gonna go do a set, and uh, I did, and that was really really fun, and all the same kind of like, some of like the core group, you know, of people on there, uh, that that started on that mic got to do it, and it just brought their best stuff. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I, I, I use that as a challenge. I was just like, let me see if I can sign up for as many as I can, and then let's see what happens. And I ended up it. I ended up on like six of them, and then they did a little speed round at the end. So I did I did another minute or two of material. Okay, okay, so you got next set in there. Okay. But what nice. I did is I had my notepad out, and like for every set based on how long it was, I was gonna do like certain material. So I was like, all right, this one I'm gonna do some older jokes. This one I'm gonna do a full ten minute story. And I did. I tried not to repeat any jokes. I think I may have done maybe one tag or one line or something that I may have said twice, but. I was just like, let me just put all the material that I can possibly, awesome. and uh, see how it ha see how it goes. And uh, I think I did pretty well. Um, some of the jokes I hadn't told in like months <laughs> and months, like since like September of last year or something. There's a lot of 2019 references and stuff that I'm like, dang, are people gonna get this? I need to explain it a little more. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, it was fun though. Shout out to uh, Jolie, all the other hosts. I know, um, I know. Yeah, Rachel hosted one of those. Um, for people not uh, familiar, uh, basically they got a, well, like maybe like eight or ten different hosts of different mics and something like that. I wasn't yeah. super involved with the process in it, mm -hmm. but they, so they had one Zoom room, and they basically just kept handing off the hosting duties to the next person for a full twenty-four hours, like constant yeah. feed, and so that was pretty, pretty intense. But uh, um, I remember you posting about that. Now I think I remember you were like, I did a million sets or whatever <laughs> and didn't repeat stuff or something and i remember just being like damn yeah. I definitely, that's awesome but like i said I, I'm, like I said before like i'm brand new still at this thing i'd only done 30 live mics so i've got i think maybe 15 good minutes like total but um getting to practice so much and like like you said where people are in areas that don't get to a lot of them because my first time doing the any really any live comedy i've ever done was um was when I was traveling. I've never done it at home. I intend to now after this, you know, on the other side of this thing. Um, but it was just kind of like I travel and just want to do something in the evening and just got really into it. Um, but my point is I'd be home going like, man, there's got to be a way that people who either don't want to go out, can't go out, or um, just want to, you know, just want to practice without dealing with going out. You know, it's a, it's, it's a lot, you know, you're dealing with, which is cool. I mean, that's what you, you got to do a lot. But it's like, if there's a way to have an audience reaction that's immediate and i was looking at like twitch and stuff i'm like it's not exactly what i'm thinking about um it's not that like i willed the pandemic to occur i'm really not glad that it's happening but i was just <laughs> like but and i was like but but zoom is exactly or this type of thing is i mean zoom has its own uh, you know positive negative things with different platforms this concept was like was like why isn't this here and i think even when we're done and someday world goes back to whatever it goes to i think this is still going to be happening in some capacity i don't you know i i can't i don't know as far as like a, a pay standpoint as far as the demand for paid shows but like just why wouldn't you run sets if you could 
if you're not going out that night or, you know, or whatever. Like I could see going to the same open mics used to go to and hell run a set on the way, <laughs> you know, in the lift over or, or, or whatever. Or wait for, <laughs> yeah. Wait for your turn. And I, yeah. and I've seen people doing that already. Um, and, uh, or what I think is going to be neat is going to one of those and going like, because, you know, everyone's hanging out afterwards or whatever. You're like, Hey, well, this mic was Wednesday night. What's everyone doing tomorrow night? You want to hop on zoom for an hour and just run some sets and go, Oh shit. Like, I think I'm maybe a little overly optimistic on that, but I think that's going to help drive more um, of this kind of action to kind of help supplement it. Yeah. I think uh, any resource that you can find as a comic, go ahead and use it. Right. Like um, not everybody's going to use it. Like not everybody's going to use every tool in the toolbox necessarily. Yeah. doesn't mean they can't make a, you know, um, you know, be successful or make a good set or what have you. Cause um, yeah, like there are a lot of people who have like, started to do some more of these like outdoor park type mics around here and some of the so there's still comics that like uh are pretty hesitant to doing zoom even this far into the pandemic um but like for me i kind of look at it as uh it's not the same as you're performing live because you don't have that audience like interaction but it's kind of like I, I made a metaphor it's like if you play basketball you play one-on-one -on -one versus if you play like full court action the it's the skill set is kind of similar yeah but there's other things that take into consideration there so yeah yeah i think i remember you just you, saying that on some zoom or somewhere or post or something like that and and people who know sports are like yeah yeah that makes <laughs> a lot of sense and then i'm like yeah I, I, it does that makes sense and it's like that's the part of the thing, part that scares me because like none of the stuff that i do on zoom is anything i've done live mm. maybe like a cup like okay a few words and like some kind, but like not the actual exact, but not the same thing. Right. Like it was like, oh, I had a thought of this story that I'm trying to tell. It was actually the story I was trying to tell. Um, Cause you've heard me do a million times when I got shipped away and stuff and got in trouble selling weed and whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my first open mic, I was trying to tell that story in three minutes in a very mm. poor way. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> yeah. that does it takes, I mean, I can, I can, but now I can, t I can tell three minutes of it that stands on its own now, but I had never, I hadn't written anything down and I was trying to tell the last part, which I only do now if I got like a 10 or even not even that, but like a 10 or 15 minute time frame because it takes more to get to that. Mm -hmm. And it's gotta be funny along the way, which I've been working on. So like, so like the fear there is like, oh shit, I'm going to like develop this stuff on zoom and it's going to go, it's going to work here and then go live and go, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> which is which i think is gonna happen to a lot of people um and that's fine like the hope like i think the benefit there is having the confidence now to be like oh well i guess i gotta come up with something different now <laughs> and right. it's fine because we're always writing stuff and always coming up with stuff obviously mm -hmm. but like um uh yeah stuff translating like you've done have I, have you done live stuff in the last recent time i know you just said some park stuff but yeah did you read I've done some like outdoor venues here and there. There's like um, a couple places, a couple parks in the LA area that have been putting on some stuff. A couple of people just out there with the with the amp and a microphone, pretty much. Oh yeah. Um, and then there's been a couple on like the beach and some like outdoor, like backyard. Or I, I went to uh, a friend of mine put on a show and it was at like an outdoor patio area. 
Um, and so they had like everybody, all the tables kind of spaced out and uh, and what have you there. So um, that one did, it went pretty well too. Uh, it like it's it's just a weird. Everyone's getting used to trying to perform outdoors because it's it's the the uh, the yeah. You got wind. Yeah. You got. I mean, it's weird enough Cars to be passing <laughs> in a place with lights on you. It's weird enough to do that, but like <laughs> all those elements. Right. <laughs> have you done stuff? Did you do material that you've developed in Zoom? Have you done stuff live that what that you didn't do ever live? Yes, a, lo a lot of it. Like a lot of the new jokes that I'm doing, I've yeah. been kind of incorporating into my act from working on them via Zoom, and some of them translate a little better than others. Um, sometimes it's you know like sometimes it, your crowd isn't necessarily the audience is going to understand some references that you get so i get that um one way or the other but like when i like when i first started i think it was like in uh june when they started kind of doing some of the beach ones and uh <laughs> i did i think i did my my joke about tupac in kentucky and uh i don't know if you've heard that one or... i don't know if i have <laughs> It's this cheesy joke about how the governor of Kentucky was talking about how people were filing claims under false names, and he, he mentioned Tupac Shakur as a name, but there ended up being an actual Tupac Shakur. Tupac Malik Shakur lives in Lexington. So, <laughs> so I was just like, you know, lost re reporter goes and talks to the guy, oh, how do you feel about it? Ah, uh, it's no biggie. Like, you know, <laughs> 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 bunch of corny stuff like that. <laughs> so I did, I did that joke. I have like two or three other lines to that too, but... Um, did I did that, that joke and it kind of got crickets and I looked around everybody. I was like, oh. all right, well, it worked better on Zoom. I had to try it. And then I, just at that line, I got some giggles. So like, that's you know, funny. That's <laughs> funny. You can't mute people. Because <laughs> like we, so like it's weird because on Zoom, you can get, someone could just rush in and just be loud and heckle and whatever. And I've only, I know that a couple of times and I did a very poor job of the, the main time it happened. But next time that happens, I'm much more prepared for it. Um, but it was, yeah, it was where like somebody came in and was just making a bunch of noise. And there's only like five people in the Zoom already. And it was, you know, a show, you know, that's like a typical Zoom show. That's that's what it is. And it's other comedians. And like the only person that I was getting to laugh that I could tell was paying attention because they're look, you know, people are looking forward. But they're often like typing. I'm like, I think this person's paying attention. And I did change. I shouldn't have done this. I did change an opening bit in a way where like, you know, when you have a, a, a bit that works pretty well, but like you make one change that's going to make it better here, but you probably should have also changed this one over this other part because yeah. you didn't want to give away that laugh or that potential laugh, but that laugh isn't there anymore because you just changes for a better one. You're just trading laughs for, and you're like, ah, I, I screwed that up and I didn't take away the other one. So, so I, on top of, so I was also like, not so I say, cause I wasn't like a super confident in that bit where I was like, Oh, maybe it just wasn't ugh, shit. Maybe I shouldn't have made that change. And then I got some other laughs and then someone came in and just said some stupid shit. And I just said some dumb stuff back and they finally kicked them out. But meanwhile, like the one person who was actually responding to anything who stopped completely. And I'm just like, I'm like, is it was almost like, is this thing on? And like, it's that's so cheesy. I know, but it was like, <laughs> holy crap. Like literally no one's responding and I'm seeing faces here. And I know like maybe it's internet issues and that happens and you just kind of just deal with it. Um, but it turned out, the comedian who was watching me, who I had gotten a good reaction from, from another, the next bit, um, uh, their friend was in the Zoom to watch, and there was two comedians. I didn't realize there was two. I thought it was just one producing the show, like the host and, and somebody else. 
they were trying to get the Zoom bomber kicked out or heckler, whatever you want to call them, get the heckler kicked out accidentally kicked the comedian's friend out oh. and it was like their person that they invited to finally i don't know i have this backstory in my head like they finally got him to go to one of their zoom shows and they get kicked <laughs> out while this asshole's doing a shitty set like and and they couldn't get back in and oh, so no. i didn't know this at the time so after the mic because i just it was the worst it's the closest to bombing in real life i had ever i had experienced in several months and i was like my when you're everything just leaves your body and you question everything about everything you're doing and it's just it's not logical but there's this emotion like oh my gosh but in zoom you just go inside and and deal with it. you're not walking back to a tape like it's so there's so little risk in this it's still there but like i went inside and i was like i was talking to my wife and i was like oh, i just felt so bad and i was like and i was gonna do some more mics later so i was like ah oh, geez uh, what am i doing and then i'm looking the facebook chat and it turned out they were chatting when i you know doing my sets if i didn't know they had accidentally kicked out that person's friend who couldn't get back in for some reason. I don't know. I don't know how that happened, but for some reason they're having issues getting back in and they finally kicked out the heckler. So you've got the friend that was watching the heckler, one or two comedians whose things were on, but like it was their backyard and like they weren't even like really there. The ones that were kicking people out and the one person who's pissed because their friend just got kicked out <laughs> and while I'm eating shit doing just the worst job ever and then i'm in the group so like it's a great story but at the time i was so like and then i and then i was like oh my i did such a bad job too because that threw me off and then i listened because i record just i'll just record the audio every set just like live just i want to hear it mm -hmm. i want to hear the reactions and or lack thereof and i'm listening i'm like oh i only screwed up like a couple little spots for all that dealing with all that, as I as that unraveled and I realized what I was dealing with, I was like, I held it together pretty good, actually. <laughs> like, doesn't mean I got a lot of laughs because there's nobody to laugh. But um, and then I and then that that soul sucking thing just went away. And then I went on to like three mics that night and and went well and had a really good time because I was like, that was a, I think that was a Friday night because a Friday night Zoom mics is where it's just like there's so many. Mm. And uh, my wife does like a hangout thing on, on video stuff with her friends. And so when the kids go to bed, we're just kind of like both doing our things and hanging out. And so I'm just, you know, going to a bunch of them. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I've had a couple like weird scenarios of stuff like that happening. There was one mic I was in early when people were just putting the link out like us on Facebook groups and just like leaving them open with no yeah. passwords and stuff. And somebody came in uh was quiet didn't say nothing and then just started just having like profan saying profanity saying like the n-word and stuff like that i'm like whoa like and nobody knew like the person performing stopped and was just like what the hell and they had it on like uh um speaker mode so like they couldn't see like the anybody else and uh -huh. the person who came in uh took over the screen and started screen sharing and had some gay pornography up there for like five seconds <laughs> And we're like, whoa, what is going on here? And then they ended up kicking them out. We had to get back to the mic, but everybody was just like, what How the do you hell? Follow that? I can't compete with that. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, Jesus Christ, what the hell? Like, so, so I've had some, some interesting ones like Tupac that. Tupac got sued. <laughs> oh, shoot. This shit was, it was wild. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I heard. I, I heard about that happening and the, you know the one that I'm talking about too and I and I tell hosts and producers this and like how are we like whenever we like how are we sharing this information do you want me to post it on my personal Facebook too or we posted a link on Instagram or something with information and now like I kind of just don't do that unless 
it's like in the graphic of the post that even then it's like because that's that's actually what happened that night because i posted on instagram and i'm sure other people did that that show deal that i was telling you about you know we put hey here's the here's the login information if someone wants to go copy and paste that because you know obviously instagram doesn't show the link then you can do that and that's definitely what happened so like as much as everyone wants audience i think it's a good idea to have some some kind of like check like oh i know who that is before letting them in and i'm doing one tonight that doesn't do that and i'm not like shitting on necessarily because the way that they're promoting it's also a little different um which is cool but it's just like if you don't have any check like that anybody jumps in and um then then that 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 kind of that kind of stuff happened um and it's weird because i think people also you know that's different than actually like heckle heckling is with people on accident because like i've had friends you know get on zooms and you might too you do a show and you're like they go and watch it's their first zoom they've ever watched and everybody's at the same volume and that's like my number one issue with zoom is mm-hmm. that's not a thing that should happen um you just you know someone like because you're sitting in a crowd and you might say something someone's sitting next to you or you might or like a new kind of comic fan might say what they think is going to be funny, which you shouldn't do at a comedy show. But sometimes it's just, you know, people are people and they're going to say that to the buddy sitting next to them. And when they say that just as loud as the comedian that's up, it's it's kind of funny, but like, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, I don't want people to do that when I'm doing it. That screws me up for sure. But it's something just to, uh, to be aware of for sure. Yeah. There's been some, 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 light heckling that's happened that like i'm not too worried about like there every once in a while like you said there'll be like uh somebody who's in the audience somebody's like friend or whatever who's there and you're like uh they'll say something like sly remark on the side and you're like what the heck (laughs) and everybody stops and they're like what (laughs) and they don't realize that they're like not muted or whatever (laughs) yeah and And you can't they can't unsay it you know it could be something that was like ah that wasn't or uh there's been some good (laughs) comics that have riffed off of people like that that just like made it even funnier so like sometimes sometimes it it, it, you know you just got to work with it but there's been there's one mic i did one time where there was um that they were doing called zoom bombing where they you would just type in a random number hit you know and then try to get into the zoom so there was like a group of like probably middle schoolers high schoolers i don't know who like joined an open mic that we're in and the host had to be like hey we're at an open mic like you could stay and listen if you want to just don't be talking over people and they ended up just being quiet and they were they were giggling they were laughing at our jokes i'm like i don't even know if you get what we're talking about like, probably too young for some of this stuff but it was it was it was kind of weird but like I'm like, so right, they were just cool. audience they didn't they didn't interrupt or something they, they interrupted like slightly a little bit they said a couple things because they showed up but it wasn't like you said zoom bombers so i thought like their focus was like disruption yeah i don't i don't i don't know what their purpose was or what their focus <laughs> it's was. audience audience oh <laughs> uh, like, yeah we're like there was like seven or eight of us and it was maybe the last two or three comics that are going up and they just showed up and it was just like oh, okay like <laughs> they might have been in another part of the world too so it's like the time zones are always weird and yeah, i don't know it's it's That's weird right. but um but yeah i think uh, most of the hosts for a lot of these zooms they've been doing a lot better at like controlling that keeping people in weight rooms and vetting them and whatnot so i've uh, seen much less negative things than i would expect would happen from this many people um jumping around and and uh and that kind of stuff and yeah it was uh it's been fun like i said like i I did live i did about i was adding it up a few weeks ago did only like 30 live mics ever and like mm -hmm. on zoom being able to do like this was a rough guess i haven't i haven't i haven't really been keeping track 
to like kind of recently that wasn't to count it's just to like just have some kind of record of like hey this is what i did mm-hmm. um probably around 300 or so you know if you're just like if you, wow. you know if you do two-ish a day for however many days then it just adds up pretty quick and just getting this much practice in um uh, has been pretty fun because i only did it was weird too because i'd only go like i'd go like a whole month and maybe do like one or two mics but then i'd go a week and do like two or three which is still not a lot yeah, definitely. Like typically when I was uh before this whole pandemic happened, I was going out at least two, three nights a week at the at the minimum. And then I would try to hit multiple mics uh during that time. Um and then yeah, since this pandemic hit, like I've kinda like when it first uh Zoom comedy started first popping up, I would start doing a couple a week and then the mics started getting more plentiful. And I was hitting, like you said, a couple a day, uh, especially because I was like, I'm right now in between jobs. And so I've just been at home, like not doing very much. So that's this was like kind of giving me purpose, you know, something to do on the calendar. Right. And uh, but uh, I think after that common day, because like it I was working pretty hard to get like my material up and running. And yeah. after that, I kind of got a little worn out and it took maybe about like a month month and a half where i didn't do very much but recently i've been trying to come back and do a little more um and then as as you mentioned like some some of the uh open mic stuff and in, in in real life are starting to happen again so i've been trying to mix those in a little bit and and what have you but um i'm trying to look on my on my instagrams because what i typically do is every time i do a mic is i'll take a photo or a boomerang i'll put it on my instagram story and i'll put a number to it so i can keep myself accountable yeah. um I'm in my second year of doing comedy now. I, 2018 was when I started in like May. I want to say like early May 2018. So a little over two years. Yeah. Right um, on. So that first year I did it, I, I, I told myself, um, or I just tried it. And then I actually didn't do too bad on my first ever open mic. Nice. I was real nervous about going up again. And I kind of got a little pressured at the time uh, by one old co-worker because he would, he would do open mics every once in a while and he was just like, hey man, you should try it, you should try it. And I was just like, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. And my birthday's in late April and I never do this, but that particular time I decided to look at my horoscope. <laughs> and it, it said something about using your voice in a unique way. And oh. I was like, come on like, <laughs> what like all right i'll do it so <laughs> here i am man. Yeah. <laughs> a couple years later but um yeah That's it took awesome. it took me a couple months before i got back up on stage again and by 2018 i maybe went on stage like five to ten times total by that by the end of the year but i knew i liked it and then going into 2019 i told myself like all right to let's push this to the next level um the goal of mine was to do 50 mics of any kind throughout the whole calendar year. And so I was like, you know, once a week, that, you know, if you're nervous about doing stuff, you take a week off, do two in a week or something, you know, uh, not too, nothing too crazy, right? So I was kind of going along that pace and then in the middle of the year, I ended up getting let go from a job that I had and I was in between jobs again and I didn't have very much to do. So all day I was just going and hitting mics and I ended up, uh doing like over a hundred that year <laughs> so i was like, wondering what you're gonna end up with i'm like you're gonna do more than 50 that yeah, year i did 50 i got to 50 like in august or september 
because uh, that was right around the time that uh, I was in between jobs. And then even when I got a new job, I still like I still kept it pretty active. And yeah. by that point, I had done quite a bit where I could kind of you know okay I can go do this mic. This one's kind of close by. I'll go there, and then maybe a third one later if I make it. So I I'll, I would you know time it out, and I I had my routes kind of down, you know places I would hit routinely. Um, there yeah. was there was one there was like at one point like four mics that happened all within a couple blocks of each other in downtown LA and so you park in one location and then you can just walk from from one to the other um so that was pretty fun I would do those I think it was like every Tuesday night I would hit those up but um but yeah so did that did over 100 and then this year I told myself all right you want to do over 150 to 200 see if I could do it and where am I at now um I think I'm at I have so many stories. I had to make one where it's just like the the zooms, zoom ones, and real life yeah. mics. So I was like quarantine comedy and then regular comedy there. <laughs> but uh, I think I'm at like over 160 now for this year. So I think I'm doing pretty well. But uh, I kind of combine them together. I don't know. Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's uh, it's it's a lot, and they're different. And mm-hmm. somebody just told me I accidentally I think I accidentally tagged the wrong person in a uh, in a post. Uh, shit. <laughs> You know what? Never mind. They can. They can wait. No, I didn't. I've done that before. We're like you're doing a show, and it just automatically wants it. And I was listening to everything you said, by the way. And that's cool. I a similar kind of thing when I did some uh, mics in like in Tacoma, Washington, where you you know you get some. You're like, okay, when this is over, you walk over here. Yeah, there's one where we'd, we'd sign up, and then go to the other one that we already signed up on Facebook, and then like just hope to make it back in time. But they put you up later if you if you missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that happens so that like I'll do like a Zoom show and be like, "Do you want to tag?" I'm like, "Sure, I'll tag the people." I usually like to ask first, like, "Do you want me to?" Depending on the scenario, and then someone just messaged me because before I've tagged someone before that was like, "I'm actually not on that show. You mean somebody else?" I'm like, "Shit, how long did I have that up?" But I did get the name. Like, someone was just asking for some Zoom info, and they can see it on the freaking post. Um, <laughs> and I don't want to interrupt this. Uh, the the one that that you'd go back and forth and to come with, they did too. It was, man, that was one of the, that's the hardest, probably one of the more challenging mics for me because um, they would do, and I kind of like, I kind of like this concept, but also hate it. Uh, they would do, you'd get three minutes, but if you, oh, potentially five minutes, but you didn't know when you started. If you're not doing great, you're, you're lit at two and you got three minutes, you got your nod like, yep. Yeah. And if it's going well, you got five and how I typically prepare is I'm preparing a five minute set. I'm preparing. A, I'm not at the point where I'm like, I think now maybe I, I could, but like still even now, like I kind of want to know where I'm going, even though I might go off on like a tangent or something or whatever, cause something might be funny that comes up. But like, I kind of want to know how much time I'm doing. Um, and then it just turned out I'm like, uh, and then I did it one week and then I did it the next week and I, I planned for it. I'm like, look, if it's not going well and they blight me early, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start roasting the hosts, which is what people would often do to these two guys. But I, I had a couple of lines that were actually funny in that. And they're like, you just got another minute. <laughs> the subsequent roasts were not that good, but every, but the people were still laughing um, uh, just because they were, you know, we're having a good time. And that's what it was anyway. I mean, like nothing I was saying was particularly funny live. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, I had just, I had, then I started, I had, for, I think probably like a year or two. I don't even know exactly how long I've been really thinking a lot about doing, I think it's probably a lot of people like I've been thinking about, you know, doing this, doing stand up, doing a mic or whatever. And I subjected some very kind friends to like really shitty Facebook or, or clips that I would record audio in my garage and be like, ah, 
here's four minutes of me talking to kind of tell a punchline and then messaging it to friends and being like, hey. And they were very <laughs> kind and not saying like, you suck, but they were like, but they also weren't full of shit. They're like, oh, that was funny. Or like, that took a long time to get them. Like, oh yeah, you're right. Like, I didn't really, like punchline, what's that? Like, how right. does that even, what do you mean? The payoff, oh, it's gonna be. And then, so none of those things are things that I say now. Any of the things that I did those messages with, um, but I was traveling for work and uh, in, in sales in the Northwest and I was in Portland and um, I was just like, you know what? Or I, just, I, I was wrapping up the day and I was having dinner. And I was like, you know, if there's somewhere that'll let me, I'll, I'll go and, and tell what I think's jokes. It's like, I'm going to go do an open mic tonight if there is. Mm. And I uh, just, you know, my phone, you know, just Googled, you know, Portland, Oregon comedy open mic. Like, I think it was Wednesday night. I always I had rocks. I think it was Tuesday night. Anyway, doesn't matter. And um, and they had a place that said Helium, Helium Comedy Club. They said their website had three. It said three to five minute sets. And I was like, I don't know what a Helium is, but <laughs> I'm gonna go and sign up. And it said, you know, if you if you put down that you're new or from out of town or something, like you have a better likelihood of getting up. I was like, okay, cool. So I went to my hotel room and I was like, all right, this is what I'm gonna do. And I rehearsed. A couple of stories that i thought of course were hilarious mm. um and it was like to my thought it was i rehearsed what i thought was five minutes of comedy and i've been talking about it with my wife previously too like i'm gonna do this at some point and she's been kind of helping me with some of them and she's like write it down memorize i'm like no it's i'm just rehearsing it i'm gonna remember she's like write it down I'm like i don't need to i'm just i know what i'm saying okay like it's like almost not insulting but like come on and she's a lot of theater stuff and she's she's amazingly hilarious incredible person and um and so i'm rehearsing in front of the mirror i'm doing the whole thing and then i i call the lift whatever and i'm like i'm gonna go and sign up so i subjected the driver of course to everything i planned on planned on saying all like kind of nervously and she laughed a bit and probably because she was like who's this fucking weirdo in my car <laughs> just tip me and well. we got, she knew how stressed i was and i said what time i have what time i could sign up by like there's a window to sign up and like our time time window to sign up and she's like, do you want to like grow around the block or something? Like, do you want me to like drive her? Like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to go do it. And then I go up and I find the place to do it and I sign up and then I go outside and then, um, and then I'm just rehearsing, you know, walking down the street, trying to be in an area where people aren't trying to, you know, time stuff out. And then I'm calling my wife too. I'm like, I just signed up for this and this is what's going on. And she's like, oh. and she, she was happy for me, she, but she was also not but there's no bunch of she's like happy she's just like wow that's like that's big like we hadn't not that i had to like talk about i just mean like she didn't know that was gonna happen and i like wanted to share that with her and, and she's like that's really cool and um said what are you gonna do i'm like well these stories we've been talking about i've been working on so i'm just gonna keep you know timing it out and then it got to the time where it's you know go check to see if you made the list you go back up the stairs and someone's like oh the list is on the bar at the bar and i'm looking around i for some reason there's no good reason for this. Some reason I expected it to be like some well-lit, here's a piece of paper on a door or like on a wall where like people can see it. And they're like, no, it's at the bar. And there's two bars. And I'm like, where is it? I'm like freaking out. Like I'm going to somehow miss out. <laughs> and I find like in the darkest corner of this, you know, on this bar and everyone just kind of huddled over there trying to be kind of cool. And like, eh, they're looking at it. I'm looking at it. And there's like, there's a, there's a comedian, there's another comedian and there's my name. I'm like, sweet. I'm on the list. So to my mind, that was some third on the list. So I saw a three and I'm like, that's cool. That's because I'm third on the list. Then I saw a bunch of other threes below that. I'm like, what's, what's this three? And then I'm like, that's three minutes. 
I'm pretty sure I have five minutes. I certainly didn't have five minutes of good comedy, but like what I applauded was five minutes, and I was just like, "Holy crap, this isn't a, this. What do I do?" So like I'm so I'm stressed out even more. Walking back down the stairs, call my wife. I'm like, "Hey, honey, which story's got to go? Like, which one's funnier? <laughs> it's it's crackhead or work story? <laughs> like, work story's better." I'm like, "Done. I'm gonna go rehearse this." And then we, I kept calling her back and forth too, just talking about stuff and like, "What, what do you think about this part and this?" And, oh, that's a funny way to do this. And then meanwhile, I'm texting these guys the. Um, that I met through at work that day because uh, like the company I work for, we build our, our company uh, builds machinery that's used in different industries, and we work with distributors that sell other equipment, but also package equipment we provide to their customers. And I had just met these guys earlier that day. We had you know communicated by email and phone and stuff. And he worked with, they'd worked for our company for a long time, but I personally you know hadn't met them uh, in real life yet. And I'd like just taken a lunch and like we were connecting and and we were gonna like meet up later on and like have dinner or something. So I was like, hey, guys, uh, if you guys want to, you know, grab a beer or whatever, grab some drinks, grab some food, uh, this comedy club called Helium, you know, they lived in Portland. I'm sure they knew what Helium was. Um, and I was like, uh, I'm, you know, they got a thing going on and it's, you know, if you want to go, like, you know, that's where I'm going to be and let's let's meet up. So they do get there. And I didn't tell them before we got there. So I walk up to them when they show up. I'm like, OK, go get us a table, go get some food, get some drinks. Um, what's going to happen right now is you're going to see me do my first stand-up set. Oh, wow. <laughs> which I know is not generally advisable, but I'm like, look, look we're bonding right now. Either it's going to go, like, there's no matter what happens, this is an experience that none of us are going to walk away from going, like, we're, we're going to forget that. Like, it, it, it's just going to happen. So that dude got a table, and then the other guy, you know, so meet up with two guys there, and they're, they're you know, waiting. And then I went up, and and then I introduced myself in the green room to the host, and it was, uh, his name's Shane Brendan, um, and he is still to this day one of the funniest humans I've ever encountered or seen perform. And that's one thing I always love about this stuff too: is you get to see people you've never seen. Yeah. If someone doesn't have a Netflix special, Amazon, or whatever, like why is some, like a lot of people who are just consumers of comedy aren't going to see that? So this was just really cool. So I go up and I'm talking, I'm like, hey, uh, introduce myself, and he's like, hey, is this your, you know, your first time here? I'm like, oh, this is my first time at all, like doing this and i still had a hard time saying doing comedy um you know it's like his first time doing it and he's like oh cool and he's like nice you know then he goes out and i'm sure he could have been thinking to say this anyway but it like was just perfect to cue me up i thought as he's part of his uh intro set whatever he was talking about how you know maybe if if you've never done comedy before maybe you try it out somewhere that's not a big comedy club full of people <laughs> And I'm in the back just dying, like, this is perfect. This is perfect. This is, I'm going to be able to connect back to this. Uh, and he's like, maybe you watched a Netflix special and you made some friends laugh, you know, coworkers laugh around the water cooler. So you think you're funny. I'm like, check, check, check. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, uh, and then the next comedian goes up and I'm having a hard time because I'm, I'm having, a, I don't know about you, but like, if I, do, if I'm not a hundred percent committed to knowing my material exactly i'm gonna say if i hear anyone else doing anything else it just messes my brain just doesn't want to accept it so i'm like walking like pacing outside but like you gotta get in there like you're almost up next like you're you're on deck I'm like all right gotta be in there and then um maybe that wasn't when someone told me that, but like just in general towards towards the beginning of that comic could be like you need to get in there we're like the first few comics i'm like i know i know um and then 
And then I even asked someone like, when do I even go out? Like, when do I go out on stage? And they're like, when they call your name, <laughs> they didn't say idiot, but I, that's what I heard in my head. Cause obviously I was calling myself that cause that was the case. And I was like, okay, okay. Well. <laughs> and I just go out and I, you know, set my phone down to record and, uh, uh, go in for three minutes. I talk and, and did start off. I said, like, remember Shane was talking about that guy who I said he, cause I didn't want to screw up somebody's name and I knew it was his name, but like, I, so he, he was, He's talking about the guy who like watches some Netflix specials and makes you laugh at work. Yeah, that was me. Let's see how this goes. And that just got some got some laughs right away. And Helium is is known for just having an excellent atmosphere and crowd and energy. So I was very fortunate. That was my first uh, mic play, first place I did a mic because not everybody gets to go to uh, an amazing comedy club with people who are there to see comedy. You know, like real audience that paid you know, some amount of money, they pay like five bucks to get in and committed to some food and drink. And like, there was their outing and that's what they were doing for that night. I mean, I wouldn't say what I said was, was shit, but it definitely wasn't great, but it was my first time. So who cares? But, yeah. but just I walked off that stage, just feeling just incredible adrenaline, all this stuff. And I made it, I was very careful to not have anything to drink prior. Like I wanted to first just be as on the ball as I could be, whether it was or not. Like I just wanted no excuse to, and I knew that like that disparity between uh, you know how you feel before and after like is gonna be greater if I'm not having drinks <laughs> like right. I want to get out I want I want that ner I want the, that nervousness um, and to feel the other side of that which was incredible and uh, I sat down it was cool too because then I got to watch the rest of the show and I didn't sit in the back where the other comedians would sit um, I sat you know the table to the dudes I was you know hanging out with so they had a good time they enjoyed my set. And, and people laughed like it went it, it could have definitely gone worse so that was really fun and then just got to watch comedians that i'd never seen in my life and it was just, this is an amazing experience and then after and then the headliner there um adam posse um out of portland uh he had just won portland's funniest person oh, okay. and i didn't know what that meant but part of that was is you know he would and he, and he's a regular helium so he would do like a longer set at the end you know headlining and he did his set and he talked about um, being Samoan because that's he's half Samoan that's part of his thing and I don't know if you recall from my stuff but one of the places I got shipped away was I lived in Samoa for a little over a year I don't always touch on that because I haven't made that part that it's Samoan really funny yet so like it's just a, a fact that doesn't help a gotcha. whole lot yeah um we're uh, gonna anyway so he's he's at the bar after the mic and I just go up to him and I'm like hey man that was great to see you there um you're that was hilarious I laughed a ton and check this out dude i showed him a tattoo on my leg from samoa i didn't get it in samoa but i brought some pieces of art and things back and then i won't point out a, a you know tattoo artist in the u.s kind of collab you know put those things together make a design and so it's not just like oh i got some tribal thing you know that like right. someone just get out of it, which is cool but it's like there's a purpose for it mm -hmm. and i showed it to him and he's like bro i've never been to samoa you're more samoan than me awesome <laughs> <laughs> And I got the okay for him. And I asked him actually a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I started a new podcast and talking about stories. Is is that okay for me to say? If it's a personal conversation, he's like, dude, absolutely. That's and funny. he's great. And so he he gave me some good advice and he did catch some of my set. And I'm like, I didn't expect him to. I'm like, but I'm like, but he, you know, he he said some kind things about my set um, and gave me some advice, which was really, really cool. And then uh, then you talk to the guys that I was hanging out with because they were also stoked because like this is the dude you know highlighting the show is like we're hanging out talking and 
and saying, you know, and meeting him. And then he took off. He's like, hey, man, uh, hey, guys, I'll see you later. I'm going to go talk to some people. So I, I expected to never see him again until maybe another comedy show. Cause, mm-hmm. And I wouldn't have been mad. Like, I thought that was a very respectful, like, way to be like, bye. Uh, but then he came back and he goes, hey, guys, a um, bunch of us comics are going to another mic. You want to go? I was like, oh, so inside I'm like, no, because no, I wanted to go, but I didn't want to do another set because I knew it was going to be horrible. I'd have some drinks by then. Nothing was going to get better. I wasn't like just like I wasn't like stumbling, but I was definitely like, yeah, I'm not as going to be as on, on the ball. And and saying that's a lot because like I wasn't super on the ball as it was, but I'm like, I'm, am I going to turn down that experience? Not a chance. So I'm all hyped up and all stoked. And then we're, we're going to the next spot and I'm calling my wife. And I was just telling her what, what was going on. I was like, hey, it went well. And we're hanging out. And I'm going to go do another one and hang out with a bunch of comedians. Like, this is like this is out of a movie. <laughs> like, this is, like, this is how it felt at the time, at least. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. Like, so accepted. I, like, first time, I'm accepted. I'm, I'm already friends. Like, yeah, and people work really hard to get to do that. And, and I got real lucky. And, the, and I, I, I accept that. And I understand that as best as my ability. So... Um, we go to another mic and it's this place called the lamp which is um, a restaurant and bar that's known for it's not the easiest room i would say like it was mostly mostly my memory's a little fuzzy but mostly it was like a core group of the comedians that i had just seen plus some more because um it's not you don't you typically don't get up at helium so imagine a lot of people sign up there and like where do i go when i don't get up there or if i did where do you go afterwards Mm -hmm. and it was here so i got to see some of the same comedians do like some different material some other comedians like it was really cool because we're so close to each other got to be like hey that was awesome i just saw you helium you know and so i'm sure some of them like some of them didn't and um (laughs) and then after at the end uh and i'd I'd been having you know drinks i'm talking to adam he's giving me some advice and we're just talking just you know about like hey telling a story and getting to the damn point which is kind of what i'm trying to do (laughs) (laughs) but trying to make it fun and engaging like in a in a set like it's great that everyone's got a story they think's funny and this probably was probably funny when it happened but to like get you to the end which is weird because like since doing comedy i I was like i was like you know what all those guys like mike berbiglia neighbor all these great storytellers they have so much time to tell their stories of course it's funny but then i went and i took then i'm like you could take three minutes of any of those dudes any of these people's a bunch of other comedians obviously anyone that's really good you take two three minutes of anything they're doing and it stands on its own and it's hilarious obviously it's more powerful and different if it's connected and got all these things later but like every little bit i'm like that made me even more impressed when i would so go home and like start watching these comedians being like oh shit i just felt like they were just talking and that was their plan and they were but like the whole time i'm laughing because there's so many things happening and i just try to tell a story that was kind of funny at the end maybe on a good day so she gave me some advice and things and it was cool and then he told the you know the host he asked the host at the end like hey you know asked him if he wants to go up i didn't sign up and he said you want to go up and inside i'm like no but i'm like yeah <laughs> and uh i went up and i'm like i have no idea how much time it is i think it was like five minutes or seven minutes or something so i did the same thing that i had just done no i did the bit that i had not done that wasn't as good as the one that did go okay and then did that one and then kind of tied it anyway at one point i'm like and it was mostly crickets and at one point i was just like you know what i'm having fun i decided to just finally do this like today and then like adam's be like yeah nico it was just about doing it you know and then i got down and i'm like all right well i figured that was the that was the evening 
And then uh, he goes, hey, we're going to go hang out at this place called the Clinton House. You want to, like, hang? It's like a house where I and a bunch of comedians live, and we just hang out afterwards. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do for sure. That was, it, was a, it was awesome. And then so I got to, like, hang out and talk to everybody. And then um, we hung out till sometime on the porch drinking White Claws. Um, <laughs> this, this, this like comedy house place where, where folks are just kind of known for that with a bunch of other people that I hadn't met and it'll be like some of them were like the bartenders that, that were some of the places we were at all these things and just hanging out and having a good time and, and eventually I was like I appreciate this experience so much it's been a lot of fun I gotta go to bed because I actually had to I was like you know I had to work in the morning <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, and that was my first night in this weird thing that we do haven't haven't looked back since then (laughs) oh man that's a crazy story though that's yeah for a comic the funnest part about doing comedy is the hangout afterwards like that's that's like uh that's where a lot of uh um i don't know bits and things like that come about just hanging yeah, out that's just right. workshopping like hey i like what you did here try maybe how about this line have you thought about doing it this way and a lot i know yeah. personally that's like the first time i did comedy it was in like near long beach area uh huntington beach um and because i was living i was working kind of in that area at the time and i did it it was a small bar there was like maybe 10 people there when you walk in and just the host person up and it was me and my coworker who showed up and he had gone to that bar before and had, had performed there uh but uh he is somebody who let, would like let the liquor flow a little bit and i think he i was drinking a little bit with him i think we had like a beer or two in the parking lot before he even went into the bar too so, like um so i ended up doing my set and did all right like i uh, got a couple chuckles here and there and actually went better than i ex- anticipated awesome. um from like the few people who were there there was one uh i did a i did some joke about how um a lot of people who think i'm middle eastern and like uh how like one time some dude just like actually came up to me was like my friend bro bro my friend my friend are you <laughs> are you persian please tell me you're persian <laughs> and I, I had to like tell him, like nah man i'm sorry and he's just like I mean, it was so sad. Like, like I told him, like his family member had died. He's just like, and then without skipping a beat, he just goes, "But have you had Persian pussy before?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so I told that little story there, and I had a, a Middle Eastern guy in the back that was laughing about it too. So I was like, "Hey, I got some, got something there." But uh, that's funny. But my friend though, he went up and did his his uh, set like like after or two people after me, and and he was a little too drunk to remember his lines, and it did not go uh, well for him. And I was just kind of like, ee, like oh, bro, like it's okay. Like, like, but like I I was the first timer though, and he was the one that that's, had been doing it. So it must have felt good though. It must have felt great. Me I mean, you feel bad for your friend, but at the same time, you're like. <laughs> Right, I know I felt kind of weird about it. I was just like, ah, good for me, but dude, like, yeah. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't have had that other Modelo. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah. yeah. I have a hard enough time keeping up straight, uh, not, yeah, not having a vibe. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm usually the type of person where uh, I'll have maybe a drink. If I do, if, if I'm if I'm sitting at the, the bar waiting for a while, I may order a second one. But anything yeah. over that, that I, in my history, it starts getting a little bit like I, I don't know where the set's gonna go because <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've had some good ones, but I've had some bad ones too. So, 
Not the second time I did helium, um, it went really good. Like I was super happy about it. Like I felt like, yes, this was great. Like it, I felt really good. And then went to the next one, and it was it wasn't that same one I mentioned before. But this one, like I was the last one on, so like there was probably three or so hours between those sets. Mm. Um, I think I was on around midnight or something, and you know, and it was at a at a bar where everyone else had already been watching people do a ton. And that's not an excuse to not do well. Like it was, but it was, it was, it was, people were tired. Um, but also wasn't helpful is that I did my set, but then at the end I realized I completely forgot the bit that like tied them together. So I'm like, well, that was pointless. <laughs> I'm like, I was mad at myself. but learned that like every one of those experience is how do I how to how's how to make it better next time well guess what i'm not gonna do that again like every single time and it seems mm -hmm. cheesy but just like in life like every time something doesn't go the way you're wanting it to or you thought you wanted it to go you know as long as it doesn't result in something like like horrific um you know now you know how to do it different and that's what that's what was hard i think live aside from just trying to be funny was like I'd get off the stage at some of those mics where there would just be almost like crickets. And I was just like, okay, I know obviously that wasn't very good, but um, but how does it get better? Like, I don't know what thing to make better. And it's like, how do I improve that? And that was, that kind of frustrated me a little bit. I mean, that's my own thing. That's not putting on anybody else, but then having to go back and think about it. And a lot of those times I realized I listened to the audio and go, oh, it didn't go as shitty as I thought. And there was probably one or two things I said that somebody reacted in some way. And that's what I want to expand upon. And the other stuff is probably not good. It's like, I, 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 I refer to as this, the currency of the room, because I've gone into ones before where everything I said, they laughed at. And then I realized some of that stuff like, wasn't funny. Yeah. And they're laughing at and, pauses. <laughs> and then I'm like, I, cause it sucks. I got up the stage. It was like my third mic ever or the fourth. Um, I kind of kept that one night as like one sometimes just because I was, I was only planning on doing one set like, um, but anyway, uh, and I realized that I did a five minute set and I was like, this is, I crushed oh, it felt Great. I realized, Oh, as long as you're not being like racist or homophobic or like fill in the blank, then they're going to laugh. And none of my stuff does those things. So they laughed at everything and like mm -hmm. supportive. I'm like, yes, I want laughs. I really do. But like, I don't know how to improve from that experience because i i could listen back and go, okay what got the stronger laughs but it's like you know so it's as i'm sure you've experienced it's just this kind of it is and in, and in zoom you get those you get those instinctive reactions if you're sitting in the back of a bar and someone's sitting like this mm, you know because they're thinking they're set or whatever and they would all like huh, you might not hear that but in here you hear it and you see it and it's immediate and sometimes that's good sometimes it's bad i've had ones where you're like 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 groans that are really loud which are <laughs> yeah. kind of fun too or when someone like, just went oh. like i was like that's funny i'm like that's an instinctive like that's the best thing i could have heard somebody do just now I'll be like i thought so too like thanks man <laughs> yeah yeah knowing knowing the crowd knowing how to read the crowd and even just understanding like all right i'm at this mic this is going to be a, a degree, way higher degree of difficulty of getting laughs than if I'm at another mic where just like, just the environments are different. I remember one of the first ones I did was at this place in downtown LA called the, the Lexington. And it's like, uh, it's a bar, but it's like, it's like 
all the way like narrow. So the, the stage, as soon as you walk in, it's right there. You walk past the stage and then the bar is like in the back area and people are just like lined up there. But it's just like all comics who are there. And people are walking by. You're walking the by the stage as you're coming up. So like that's already a distraction that's going on. Like yeah. um, most of the comics are either drinking outside in the patio, smoking a, a cigarette or, or rolling up some weed in the back, just hanging. Like they're getting bigger laughs amongst the conversations in the back of the room than like the people like, like, like there, there might be 20 people there, like 14 of them are in the back and like, and like uh, one person's at the bar eating a drink and then the other people are like waiting for their time to go up. So like sometimes they're not paying attention. So I've had some crickets. Like there were the first couple of times I went up there, I was just like, I remember the one time I did a set, I think I did the same set that I did the first time I ever did comedy, some similar jokes, got no response, I was just like, alright guys, thanks for the crickets, and then just walked off the stage, <laughs> but um, another time I did a, a, a mic at Long Beach, and this is how I know that it's not always your fault, because I was one of the first people on the list, and mind you, this was on Valentine's Day, okay? So Valentine's Day for comics, who most of them are like, you know, in Angry their head, single. <laughs> single, depressed, like, you know, maybe not the best day in the best environment to be doing uh, like comedy, right? So first two or three people go up, and it's a struggle. I go up too, same thing, like real bad, and I get off the stage, and I'm just hanging around the crowd. I see another five or six people go up after me and they all did worse than the first three people <laughs> like, all of us. so i'm like boom boom they're just all right up. so i had to tell myself like okay calm yourself like it wasn't that bad i went back and listened to it i'm like all right, i got a couple giggles here and there yeah, so, like, right. you know you that's just, the listen yeah. i add that too where i'm like oh like that one where it's like walking back like i was like dude i literally saw this dude tell the same joke 200 feet away <laughs> 45 minutes ago at a restaurant with people who were there who didn't all know it was a comedy night mm. um, and still, you know, got some pretty decent reactions and then walk over here and do it to just nothing. And there's just some magic and some energy and it's whether it's because it's all comics or because it's this or because it's that. It's just it's just the magic of, of what it is. And I find that on some of the Zooms, too, which is fun because sometimes I'm like, all right, I want to really know if this joke's funny. Because I do think people sometimes, it depends on the scenario, give laughs away in different mm. amounts. And I'm like, I like I did a set on one where I like didn't do a, well, and someone's like, ah, great job and stuff. I'm like, were you there in the same thing? I was. That was. I don't. Your judgment. Like, I appreciate your support. I really like. That's cool. But I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's some times where I want to talk to some comics afterwards. I'll be like, hey, Grace, good set or something like that. And I know in my heart, I'm like, I'm half lying. Like, I just yeah. want to be supportive. And like, you're yeah. like, I see you. You're uh, a funny person. Maybe today wasn't the best, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to be your friend. Or like, you know what I mean? I just want to yeah. be friendly with them. So. Yeah, um, and like saying, like I've it's. But I do think we get a little more collaborative on this too, because when I would go do these mics, and it, you know, granted, I wasn't as ingrained in each of these communities because it wasn't like I lived there and we saw each other in other ways, or like it's not like I was there every week and like build these relationships for a long time. But I was in the scene enough to like know people. Hmm. Not like I'm like, I know people, but I just mean like I could see something like, hey, I know who that person is. We're probably friends on Facebook now. We've exchanged, you know, we, we might have had drinks together and, you know, talked a little bit. Um, 
some more than others but um so i didn't know like the scene drama and like the scene you know like you know a whole lot of that yeah. kind of stuff um uh there was a freaking point to this oh um so getting like feedback though because i'd be like okay how, how do i make that better but in these zooms like a lot of them are focused on that and it's like right after that i mean i could if i had to give credits to everybody that had contributed some amount of tag to some of my favorite stuff like that would be my set would just be talking about that <laughs> i mean like like someone says this I'm like oh shoot that's really funny and like everyone's very I want to help you too. And I've asked people, Hey, can I use that? And typically it's like, it's always like, yeah, of course. And now when we talk about it, the people I talk about it with are not people I'd even need to ask that now. So it's like, obviously, or I'll throw out a tag and then someone will be like, can I use that? Like, please, like, I'm not going to say that. And having the different perspective is we're all listening for punchlines and coming up with punchlines while someone's doing their set. That's just how our brains work. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so if you can, can if you can later communicate something that's like, hey, you know, even it's unsolicited feedback, most people, I haven't had people seem like super pissed. Not that I'm like messaging a bunch of people, all sets of it. I just mean, you know, there's those, those moments that you're like, oh shit, that would have been, that might be something. Mm -hmm. And, um, and you know, take it and make it your own or not or whatever. And I have taken on a lot of those messages too. I'm like, oh, that's the kind of feedback I want. Or those mics are literally do a set and there's people on that I don't know. They have no reason to bullshit me. And they're like, these are the things that I would recommend doing. And then I went, you're absolutely right. And that was actually one of those ones I was saying before in that, that show that I screwed up my opening bit because I just tweaked it too much. Um, I had just changed it, but I hadn't gotten rid of something that lost me some, it turned out laughs that were just kind of awkward laughs anyway. Mm -hmm. Like, so they weren't like powerful, as, as powerful. So I just... And they, they helped me like tweak that and fix that. I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I, I see that and getting that feedback right away. And I think it's just gonna help people develop just more quickly. And I hope this translates to the real world and that kind of collaborativeness in some capacity, I guess. And maybe it's there and I just wasn't there enough to see it. That's very possible. Yeah, I think having those relationships, uh, speaking personally for you know being in the LA area, like I've, be, I've befriended a, a ton of different open micers um, or guys who are like right around my level or maybe a little bit past that. And um, like I was saying before, that tends to happen a lot when we're hanging out. Like it's like the after the mic type of thing. Yeah. Or like, hey, I, I like that new tag that you used for that bit or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it, it will um, kind of come in a different form, kind of that feedback. But you're right. There are some like... Uh, these mics that are like workshop designed mics too so yeah. it's like hey bring the stuff that you're thinking about using and we'll talk it out together which i think is like uh a, you know a useful tool because unless you're paying for a comedy class you don't necessarily get that kind of interaction that kind of uh, yeah you know here's what i'm working on what do you guys think type of uh environment um one other thing i did want to mention before because i feel like i kind of dragged the lexington under the, <laughs> through the door. i've had some fun times there it's a it's a, it's a unique spot in la because skid row is not too far away so like yeah. <laughs> there's homeless tents like <laughs> lined up outside that venue a lot of times but uh, um yeah when i first started comedy i wasn't the greatest either too so I felt sometimes I was talking into like a, a black hole because like <laughs> something's coming in but nothing's coming out like nothing, yeah. nothing's coming back in my direction. But um, uh, one thing I did want to ask you about though, uh, since you you know doing comedy and tra you've traveled a lot and prior to the pandemic and whatnot, 
Um, how many different places have you done comedy in? And like, uh, what were kind of your your comparisons or experiences amongst the different places? Because personally, I've only performed in like Southern California, LA region, and then I did a couple mics in Vegas while uh, on a business trip last year. I had plans to go to NorCal and possibly Washington or Oregon this year, but you know, travels out the window, I guess, right now. But but yeah. what what have you been able to do? You know, and I got a spreadsheet also with these autumn that um, let me think. So the areas that I would typically go because the Northwest was my official territory, but I would do some trade shows and things in California. So I did a couple, but not repeat, not repeated in California. Okay. Um, so uh, so helium. Lamp. Um, and then Jai uh, Thai is in Seattle and that's a Thai restaurant and the back area there's a like half of it or so like a bar um restaurant bar uh great food and drinks and just a bunch of comedians and that was that's like a that's a, a lottery style drop your name and the, the ticket and the thing and hope you get on that was my that was my second planned mic i ever did and one of those where i'm like that went horrible then listen again i was like it definitely could have gone worse and i was the last person on i think or like oh, second to last so yeah. there was like three people left in the crowd and the bartender and those three people were waiting to go up yeah. <laughs> or like or like one was waiting to go up and like one a couple of their friends um uh and and i and uh spokane comedy club um so a good a decent mix of like bars and comedy clubs and obviously at a comedy club when it's well spokane is i think it was mostly comics so most of the comedy club ones obviously are there's a real audience that's not mm -hmm. just comics and yes comics are an audience but you know what i mean right. an uncomic audience um and that was really fun uh you know geez i don't know, like 30 mics i probably if i had to just throw out a number i'd say probably 10 different places okay. maybe in that range I, I could definitely be off on that but i'm thinking because some were repeats so maybe 12 to 13 50 somewhere in there All right. so um, a lot of places just a heads up, I got a notification that my computer might be dying. So if anything happens, um, I'll try to give you a call back and we'll try to finish this up. Uh, hopefully, there's no issue. My computer's kind of wonky. I'm in the process of getting a new one. So it's uh, sometimes it's plugged in. Sometimes it doesn't want to charge and sometimes it does. Oh, so, gotcha. So yeah, um, we'll edit this out if, <laughs> if need be. Um, okay, yeah. I guess uh, the reason I was asking is just because... I know the LA comedy scene is very unique in its own right, and it, it can be kind of competitive. So I just like uh, hearing what kind of the vibes are in different oh, other, yeah. other parts of the, and, of the country. And somewhere like 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 so there's that restaurant. There's a restaurant in Tacoma that would do um, they they do a mic. And like I said, obviously not everyone going out to eat for dinner knew that there was going to be comedy that night, and they would do like a, a open mic and showcase um, the showcase after, and. That was kind of fun because sometimes if you can get people that are out to dinner laughing who are also like oftentimes drinking and having their loud conversations. But if you get, you grab, I remember like a really early joke I did. I just, just grabbed this one lady who just, just laughed her ass off at it and just made my night. I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> it was a joke that didn't go well like anywhere ever since, but like just, just a line of it hit. And I was like, that felt good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And, and people, um, I mean, competitive-wise, I I, I, I I haven't been deep enough in the scenes to get the egos and all that kind of stuff, which is probably, you know, in some ways a positive. <laughs> um, uh, and, you know, when this thing's over, I'm hoping to, to start doing some stuff here, probably, just because mm -hmm. 
I feel, you know, up for it now. And uh, where, a, Remind me where you're at again. So I live in Nampa, Idaho, which okay. is yeah. about half an hour west of Boise. Mm-hmm. I grew up in San Jose, California, though. Uh, until I was 16, and then I got sent to these programs and things that kind of landed me in the Northwest. Or I met my wife, and then we ended up moving here. It just was affordable. Um, and uh, but yeah, we got you know we got we got some we got some uh, clubs that do comedy and and some uh, breweries and some venues. So um, I'm not an expert on the places everywhere here. So if I'm someone's listening and I'm wrong, I'm you know I'm wrong. But I you know I'm pretty sure there's there's opportunity to do, do a few sets a week here. Um, okay. So whether I'm going to spend the evening doing that or not, because one of the nice things about this, I can pop out, do this, go in and, you know, I try to be a good audience, but still I'm hanging out with my family. I'm, you know, doing my stuff. I work full time, but now I'm just not traveling for it right now. I'm just, you know, I've done some day trips, but you mostly been just at home and the evening, hanging out with my family and then popping out and doing sets sometimes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. For me, I was just working during the day and then I'd be driving around all over. Um, so I, I would like my last job was like in El Segundo, which is near like Venice Beach area. Um, but I'd be driving all the way to like Hollywood, downtown L.A. And that's like it could be over an hour just to do with traffic yeah. and everything like that. Um, sometimes I'd go down to like Long Beach. And but um, there, I guess the competitive like uh the reason I say it was competitive is just because there's a lot of people doing stuff. So, like, if you have a mic and there might be 20 people, 20 names on the list, if you don't show up maybe, like, 30 minutes or an hour early, like, you might not get on the list. And uh, there's, like, places where, like, you, you, you think you have a good shot and then, or, like, the bucket places and the lottery style, and then you, you just don't get picked. You feel like you kind of wasted your time. So, um, yeah. I personally kind of avoided sometimes some of the more popular ones, uh, especially if I'm working on new material, just because I like need to get the work in. I'd rather yeah, perform... you want to waste your whole night to yeah. not do anything. Yeah, I'd rather perform uh, in front of less people and maybe have like a, a, a less interactive crowd as long as I'm able to work my own stuff out. So I would start finding like some more smaller mics, or um, they had this whole sensation of slotted mics, uh, slotted.com. It's mm-hmm. uh, um, basically, okay, we got 10 people for this hour. Um, bang, bang, yeah. bang, you spend five bucks, you get a spot. You guaranteed a spot. And then you stay for the hour, you leave, whole new group of people comes in. You can book yourself two, three times in a row if you want to work on the same stuff over or new, new stuff like that. So I would do that. Um, but for like in L.A., it gets real competitive too because a lot of them are um, $5 minimum or like one drink minimum. Uh, if you're at a bar and stuff like that too because i've heard other places it's been like yeah just show up go up you know it's free yeah. for most people so it, in our in the places know. i've gone it's been you don't you don't have to buy stuff everyone automatically just shits on people for charging any money or doing anything like that which i get both sides of that but it's i think just think things aren't black and white you know like it's 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 supply demand like like these zoom like some people are like oh this one's charging money and you know, you see the shit storm on and displaced comedians when someone's like, hey, who wants to do stand up for money or get, you know, pay to do a spot? And if you're not providing something, like there's no value behind it, you're not supporting something people are interested in, then you're going to get shit on. A lot of times they'll message me first, like, should I say that, ask this? And I'll, I'm honest, I'm like, go for it, but this is what happens. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they don't, and it just is what it is. But like a lot of them have options for that. But in, in live mics, um, uh, yeah, the places that I've gone, it's just, you know, you sign up. It doesn't – sometimes you know you're going to get up or, or not. Um, I did one in Seattle where I was uh, at Laughs. Is the name of it? Laughs Comedy Club. Okay. And 
somebody had told me just go and you're gonna get up and i was just like i kind of want to believe you but i'm like but they're like there's some kind of system where you're supposed to the more people you you know bring or you know more people you brought the more likelihood you'd get up and he's like just lie and say your people are going to be later but i'm like i don't that doesn't sit well with me i like i'll say what i gotta do to get on there but i don't also don't like I don't want to lie. I also don't want to get called on it because when they're like, right. "Who's your? Where's your people?" Then I'll be like, "Oh shit, they're not here." And then I'm, then I'm that idiot. So I just was honest and like it was funny because it was one of the it was like the fourth or fifth mic ever. And it was funny to me that this was at at Helium. You told them that you were new, and they were like, "That was a positive." This guy who runs the club, and I should have been able to read him. We're all standing in this line, and I've been in this line for like an hour. We are going in, and he's like how long you've been doing comedy and i'm like oh i'm brand new i'm like i shouldn't have done that mm. he's like here's one ticket <laughs> or like mm -hmm. whatever so the more like so the more he thought you were going to bring value to the club because he was just trying to put on a good show right people are paying five bucks or whatever or something to get in and like they did a helium tube like this was just a different goal in form or not a different goal but it was just it was different right. so so i wrote my name on the one and dropped it in the thing and then I saw him later, like pulling out the name and looking at him. And just because he pulled your name also didn't mean you were going to go up. It was just, I think, just kind of a guide for him to use and also make people feel a little bit like they're the chance. So they're going through it and I'm uh, waiting for my turn and everything or time. And then they put up the list of my names not on it. I'm like, God damn it. I just drove like I got to work the next morning and everyone's going to like it's not like poor me. But I mean, I drove like 45 minutes to get here. Mm. <laughs> like I plotted this out. Um, and i'm gonna drive that far back this is gonna be a long time like a long time waiting all these things spending like three four hours all around anyway but it said you know wait till the end if you if you weren't on the list like wait to your um you know wait to see what happens and then at the end uh, so i finally got food and they're like okay everybody now that everyone's on the list is over now we're gonna do another uh we're gonna start pulling names out of the hat or pulling names out. So I'm like eating my burger and I finally like just barely finishing it or in the middle of some, and then they call me up and they're like, okay. And everyone, by the way, has two minutes now. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, shoot. And I planned out three minutes. So, cause that's what I thought I haven't have. So while I walked up, I found out very quickly, which one minute my gut told me wasn't, wasn't a worthy minute. And I was right. Like I, I cut out the right part. I did two minutes. I got laughs and again, cause it was a, like, it was a comedy club with a real crowd that wasn't just comedians. And I think for the most part, as long as this, I might, this might be totally wrong for the most part, as long as we're not being total assholes, people who like want to be funny, I think are funny to normal people. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we're maybe not to comedians all the time, but like, I think a lot of people who just want to be funny and think they are, and aren't just like super over the top in a weird ass, creepy, weird way. Like, and even that's funny to them, but I mean, like, because obviously there's outliers, but for the most part are funny to normal people um, in some capacity. So anyway, that was fun. And I was like, I just drove that far into the hall that for two damn minutes. <laughs> but you know what? I drove back to my hotel, listening to my set, being like happy with how it went and with things to think about how to change. And of course, I don't do any of the same stuff because it mm. wasn't that good, but it was, <laughs> but it was, it was fun. I think my laptop's about to die too, because my battery's almost out. All right, cool. Well, my butt. we'll do it a couple we'll, we'll wrap it up in a couple of minutes i guess uh one thing i just wanted to say though too is like uh 
for me, I haven't performed at too many actual club club venues. One of the places I got to perform was a place called Ha Ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood, and it was a yeah. bringer show. So I had to I had to get five people to show up. Before. Did they have to pay to get in or just? Yeah, yeah, they had to pay the ticket price. I think it was like five to ten bucks or something like that. Um, I ended up getting uh, enough people, so I ended up having a good time. But um, uh, Don Rickles' daughter performed that night, so I got to perform with Mindy Rickles. I got to perform awesome. with. Uh, another comic, I cannot remember his name, but I saw him open for Kevin Hart, like at the Hollywood Bowl. So I was like, oh, so this is like legit, legit acts. And uh, there's this R&B artist named Tank who's like a comic now too, and he killed it actually at the end. He actually had a good set too. So I was like, oh, this is cool. But that's awesome. But like you said though, the, the crowd was way easier than I had ever oh, experienced sure. before. So like I went up and was just like going through like my first couple like hey my name's Mario like those kind of like establishing jokes and they were getting some like more laughs and responses than I had ever got before so I was kind of like okay cool this is gonna be nice and and I think I did all right but like I now looking back on it I'm like dude you could have done so much better with it just well, cause, and and know. working out in these in these in these mics where it's way harder is gonna make you that much better when you do that yeah. But I think knowing that and in your soul knowing that you can bring it and make a crowd of normal human beings laugh, that does something for your heart and your soul. Like, ah, ah, ah no. All right, and we're back. Sorry for that technical difficulties. I think both of our laptops ended up dying right now. But, uh, yeah, we're just... Uh, just wrapping things up here. Uh, I think we're talking about Helium. I'm jealous of you that you got to perform there. I've heard good things about that club. Um, it, yeah. One other thing I didn't want to say too, I guess I was hesitant. I'm, I'm a little hesitant to come to the LA clubs, at least initially when I first started, because like I said, there's a lot of people there and you kind of want to give a good impression versus you know kind of being sloppy. And uh, for me, also like we're yeah. talking about, at least for, for some of them that I've gone to, they're lottery style, so I've gone, waited the whole time, and not gotten picked before. So sometimes you feel frustrated, yeah. like a wasted day. Um, are you familiar at all with the uh, the show? Um, what is it? Um, it's the one at the comedy Kill store. Tony? Kill Tony. Yes, yes. Uh, I signed up yeah. for Kill Tony. Yeah, I... like th on three different occasions. The one time they call me, I wasn't in attendance. So, like, I actually got uh, called up, and I wasn't there. So frustrating. Um, Were you, like, outside or something and just... So they have two mics that day on the Mondays, typically. Um, it was Kill Tony um, indoors, and then there's a patio mic, which is an actual open mic. It, they give you an actual three to five minutes uh, versus Kill Tony's just a minute. So okay. I was with another comic friend of mine, and he was only signed up for the patio, and... Uh, I signed up for both, and we didn't get selected to the patio. So he was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to leave and go to another one. So I said, okay, sure, I'll go with you. So we left, and then uh -huh. he gets some text messages like an hour, two hours later. Say, you start getting, I don't expected. You get your stone's texting you like, hey, you asshole. <laughs> Somebody texted That's him, and he was just like, hey, is, uh, is Mario, are you with Mario? And he's like, yeah, I'm with him right now. He's like, did you guys sign up for Kill Tony? And they're like, uh, yeah, he might have. He's like, well, he just got called. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh man. So that's that's, that's my luck. But uh, 
Yeah, I'll, I know at some point. Yeah, I've watched, uh, I watched quite a bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to get on at some point. Um, I had a, an impression I wanted to do for this comic Dan Soder who was in town, and he does impressions really well. And I didn't get picked that time, so I like I get frustrated. But it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, you can only control. I so much. Uh, I actually I actually had tickets to go to Kill Tony. Like, um, it was actually like the week after everything shut down. So, uh, one of the, the clubs I had the uh, privilege of doing, going open mics at was Tacoma comedy club. Uh, and I had, you know, been there a few times and I just, it wasn't going to make sense to like have a, like there wasn't a work trip like involved, like kind of around it. So I'm like, you know what? I've got some miles racked up. I'm going to book a flight. I've got lined up someone I could stay with. Got like one, you know, one rental car day racked up. Uh, so like, all right, I'm going to do this. And then that was a Friday or the weekend after everything shut down, like March 13th, I flew home from Seattle. Um, and then I was going to come back like either the next weekend or like a week or two later or something like that. And I was like, ah, I probably shouldn't because of everything going on. And then everything really shut down. I'm like, that's, uh, and then, and then, I, and then I got tickets again to do that in October. I'm like, I don't know if that's even going to happen. And now, like, I want to do it when I get there, but like, I'm not going to like fly for it next time. I don't think I'm just going to, if I'm in town and, and can, and it makes sense, I definitely want to go. Uh, one of the guys you might have seen, do you, do you remember, um, remember guy Todd Royce on that? On Kill Tony? Uh, big, big dude used to be, used to be a wrestler. Ah, uh, sounds He's, uh, sounds he's got fun. a golden ticket. He's been on the time. Sounds familiar. Uh, he's he's in Tacoma. He's part of that there in Tacoma. Um, really funny, cool guy. And so it was just fun to see somebody that like I had met live, and I had I didn't know what Kill Tony was, and then I saw he had posted about a his, his his first clip on it on his Instagram or link to it, and I watched it and just got hooked on watching him. And I was like, oh, this is a lot of fun to see, and this is cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, uh, I can't wait till we get this pandemic all sorted out and we can start traveling again and start actually meeting people get people hugs and high fives and handshakes again because man it's been a it's been a weird weird time for sure but um all right so yeah i guess i'm gonna you know let you be i won't hold you too too long here uh on the podcast i do appreciate you stopping by and everything that you've been putting together obviously with the displaced comedians on facebook and, and what have you um but for the listeners um is is there anything you want to say or, you know, want to go ahead and shout out maybe your social media handles if you'd like? Yeah. And thank you, Mara, for just being a cool part of the community. It, it's it's nothing without people, you know, in it and, and you doing this and the podcast and stuff and fun seeing at the mics and hanging out after and all. It's been a blast um, and laughing with you. Um, and, yeah, so uh, I'm on Instagram, Nico Lukoff, just my name at Nico Lukoff and Displaced Comedians. If you're a comedian or somebody who's wanted to do comedy or just a big fan of comedy too, you know, welcome non-comedians there, but that's the focus. Uh, you know, join the group on Facebook and there's a lot of fun people to hang out with and, and communicate with. And um, and yeah, thanks for listening and, and doing this. It's fun. All right, man. Thank you so much again, Nico. Um, once again, founder of Displaced Comedians on Facebook. <laughs> And yeah, another great guy that's, uh, you, you're one of many that I've added to the list of great comics who I've met during this quarantine period. Um, that's what, I guess one of the benefits uh, for doing a lot of these Zoom mics is you get to meet a lot of people around the country and around the world too, globally, which, is, which has been awesome. So uh, um, yeah, I definitely appreciate the time and effort. And uh, yeah, 
best of luck in everything moving forward and yeah hopefully at some point i'll buy you a beer all right <laughs> whenever uh, we're in the like same that. town so, all right man so all right this has been the puro caviero show thank you so much everybody we are available on soundcloud spotify uh apple music google music wherever pretty much you can find your podcasts i think tune in is, is another one as well um but yeah uh, you can find me. I am at Puro Caballero. Uh, that's P-U-R-O-C-A-B-A-L-L-E-R-O. And uh, our Instagram page as well is at the Puro Caballero Show. And yeah, you can find all the information and everything you like there. So thanks again, everybody. It's been a good one. Yee.